Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Queen of the Ring podcast. This week, oh man, do I have a treat for you. I am reunited with my best friend, Nick Tulo, aka Tiptoe with Tulo. I've known Nick since 2019. I met him at a No Ring Death show, and we have gone to many, 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 many wrestling shows since then. We talk about how much the indie scene has changed since we've been to wrestling shows in 2019, and we talk about Sami Zayn, we talk about what we think about AEW right now in the moment and their buildup to Revolution, and of course... You know we gotta have that shoot or boot segment. And this week we are doing Seth freaking Rollins. And if you've ever seen a picture of Nick Tulo, he looks exactly like Seth Rollins. I highly encourage you guys to maybe watch this week's episode on youtube.com slash queen of the ring wrestling and have the full tiptoe with Tulo experience. But here it is. Here's the episode. Enjoy. Tiptoe with Tulo. Let's start. Let's go. What's going on, pal? Welcome to the pod. How you feeling? I I feel like at home here. This is very nice, very comfy. I feel like our aesthetics match. This is I I love. I'm loving the colorways. Everything that's going on. I even I just turned my lights on. Just so happens matches. I mean, we're off to a great start already. Is I. I mean, how can you go wrong? This is it. Look at us. How, how can you go wrong? Look at us. Look, look at driving. us. Yeah. Man, <laughs> we were go- we were we were hitting our stride in 2019 when we were Yo, doing shows. I was hoping you were going to start with. It. I know. I we got to start there because, like, so started Queen of the Ring 2018 for some brief synopsis or whatever. Started mm-hmm. Queen of the Ring 2018. I met you 2019, January mm-hmm. 2019, and we went to so many shows together. And it was like I-, I counted that year. I went to like 36 shows that year, I think, or something like that. And I think 34 of them were with, you. with me. <laughs> <laughs> we went everywhere. We saw at one point we saw the entire trilogy of Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano because just how they fell in uh, like on the pay-per-views it happened one was in Brooklyn the other one was in like Connecticut and I think another one back in Brooklyn again or something weird it was just like we were just all over the place we saw everything and it was at the pinnacle of like independent wrestling like yes it's like at the height when it was like just going full force it was right before right before AEW started so it was like Mm. everybody was trying to make a name for themselves and and we were at the same time trying to do the same thing (laughs) we were trying to do the same time at the same thing oh yeah and then like we were so ecstatic about 2020 Mm. the pandemic happened (laughs) and really put a halt in our adventure together man it was it was wild i mean we I, I was doing we were about to have a huge show with the comedians wrestling podcast we were on the gcw collective like we were freaking out mm-hmm. about like going to mania in tampa that year and being on that card like it actually said our names and we were like holy shit this is like it and then the pandemic 
<laughs> happened and uh, left us scrambling to figure out what we were going to do with our lives. And most of us just decided to take out all of our collectibles and make cool studios at home. <laughs> I, dip, hey, I dipped my toe in the streaming uh, in the streaming world for a little bit there, and 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 it was fun, and it was and it was cool. But you know, now now we're now we're here. You know, we're back. Yeah. Now we're here together, embracing wrestling. And like you said, the indie the indies were booming when we were heading to all the indies back in 2019. AEW has happened. AEW picked up some of that indie talent that we used to see mm-hmm. like almost every weekend. Mm-hmm. And you remember when Alex Reynolds bit Lauren Moran's middle <laughs> finger? Like when I see him on TV now, like for instance, AEW just like happened. We're recording now on Wednesday. Yeah. And I look at Alex Reynolds. I'm like, that's the dude that bit Lauren Moran's finger. <laughs> Man, me and that guy, we, we would get into so many heated battles. It was so awesome seeing I hated him so much. Uh, Orange Cassidy. I remember the first uh-huh. time I saw Orange Cassidy, we were at an, uh, an Evolve show in Queens. And it was just like, it was, he was a surprise, like opponent. And at that time it was like, who is this? And you're like, oh, that's Orange Cassidy. I'm like, never heard of this guy. And he did like a somersault out of the ring and like landed on the, in, in like in the crowd, super casual. I was like, this guy rules. And then now he's like <laughs> the all the Atlantic champion. It's like, what is going on? I know, Wild. Man. We, we Rest- saw them all before they were, there were huge stars, you know? Yeah. Wrestling has evolved. Since yeah. Then. Seriously. Dude. Yeah. It's been great, but Let's talk about AEW Dynamite. What did you like? What did you not like? Why did, did Tony? What does Tony Khan do this to us every time? He says he's gonna make a big <laughs> announcement, and then like I didn't want to. I didn't want to be a. Neg- I didn't want to like be a Karen here and and like mm-hmm. get, be like ah you know, AEW. He's not gonna. It's not gonna be anything big. But it really wasn't anything big. I mean, it's just like, damn man, he got me again. Like I don't know what I'm. I'm thinking he's gonna say at this point that's gonna blow me away I, I was saying i think I, I said this the other day or whatever i was like i haven't really been watching AEW, and it's crazy like it hasn't even really crossed my mind you know like i don't even i think this is for the first time in a long time that i really have no idea what is going on over there and i i looked at my dvr i was like two and a half episodes behind a dynamite and i was like i honestly and i haven't even seen on social media stuff too it's like i really I had no idea other than MJF being champion. And I know that Iron Man match, but that felt like that that started so long ago. And we're like, is it re- evolution yet? Revolution yet? I was like, now it's here. So it's been it was cool to catch up tonight. And I was like, oh, all right. But like, I don't know, man. It's just it it's it gotta. It, I don't know what they can do right now to get that spark back that they had. You know, like. It just seems like it's the same stuff again over and over. And and the thing the things that have worked aren't like the wrestlers aren't there now. Uh, I will say the the women's division is, is I'm like super into everything that's going on right now with the women, which is is which is funny because that was something that, that wasn't uh, a huge target point for AEW. But I love Jamie Hader as champion and I love what what they're doing with her. I think she's perfect and I think she's killed it. And that's the only thing I really feel like they've capitalized on momentum wise recently that's worked out really well for him is Jamie Hader. So, yeah, I think so too. Jamie Hader is a really good champion. I'm going to love the stuff that, I mean, they should have built Jamie versus Ruby a while ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know 
how this one dimensional stable <laughs> with Paige and Tony Storm got into the mix of it. I can care less about them. I care more <laughs> about Jamie Hayter and Ruby Soho going uh -huh. into revolution. Uh, but I also think that's just the overall theme of AEW right now. Everything mm -hmm. just feels very one dimensional. Mm -hmm. There's no depth to anything. There's mm -hmm. no tension with anything like MJF. His character's getting a little stale, like he's good, but it's getting a little stale. And again, like there's nothing at stake when it comes between him and Brian. Brian's like, okay, this Ugh. is just another bump in the road with my wrestling career. Like it doesn't seem like Brian Danielson wants to be champion. It just seems like he wants to get MJF out of his hair. I'd also don't yeah. understand why we didn't pull the trigger on MJF versus Ricky Starks going into revolution. Yeah. We, man, I just feel like Tony's like in this weird spot, you know, where he's just like, he, we don't have the rankings anymore. Right. And it's like, mm -hmm. it, it it's, he has ROH and I think it's just, it's been like ever since he had gotten ROH, it seems like everything kind of, has gotten derailed a little bit, like in a sense of booking wise, where he's just like, well, I have all this talent, so I might as well just book what people want to see the most. And I think we've seen it all now. It's just like uh, Jungle Boy and Christian Cage. How many times? Have, I feel like I've seen that a thousand fucking times. You know, it's like <laughs> I was like, this is still going on. I tuned into it. I was like, what, what, I, what, we're doing this. All right. He's bleeding. Great. All right. We've seen this. Like, uh, I guess we didn't uh, really get the payoff. So we got to. You know Tony's really got to finish it here, but now we're getting another battle royale for the for the tag team thing. And like I'm looking at that men's tag division, and I'm like, why is Jeff Jarrett getting another shot? Why is Top Flight not in there? Like, give that division a spark. It's like I'm looking at that match now. I'm just like, and then where's FTR? You know the Bucks are tied up in the trios titles, which I'm hoping that the House of Black like pulls the elite out of their funk because honestly i think that's the number one thing right now is that i think kenny and the bucks are just lost and mm -hmm. they have been the identity of this brand since cody has left and they have just are completely just at least they're having fun and that's cool by me but they don't tell good stories <laughs> with Cody gone. They, with Cody gone, there's no story for them to tell anymore. They're just shoot, shooting hoops and playing basketball. You know, it's like, you know, even I hope the House of Black can bring that out in them, but I'm not really sure what's left for them to do. And honestly, then what is AEW without the elite? You know, it's just... It's literally it's in the name. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of lost its it's kind of lost its its vibe and its feel now and it's and it's really tough because this bloodline stuff and and everything with Sammy and everything that's mm -hmm. just happened at the elimination chamber there's a whole new vibe with WWE with storyline and it being this is everybody saying I've never I've you know you've watched wrestling for how long when was the last time people were like this is the best storyline ever <laughs> like you know like when yeah. was the last time we've talked about the storyline being the best thing ever there's moments CM Punk coming back recently and like all this other crazy stuff that's happened but there has never been a storyline and now it's like you look at AEW and you're like they barely got a, a, a title picture like worth seeing you know like i'm only tuning into that card because i want to see if mjf can actually wrestle for 60 minutes that's yeah. it 
you know <laughs> like i don't know what revolution's really promoting that's going to really it's going to be a true test to get people to sign up for 50 bucks this time around you know yeah there's really nothing there's no match that jumps out to me in revolution and like you said like in the storytelling department which is a huge thing in wrestling mm-hmm. wwe has that down pack you know with the bloodline and granted that's like one story happening in wwe but it's so massively good that the return of cody winning mm-hmm. royal rumble is slightly overshadowed because of how good that storyline is and there's just so true it's just nothing's happening in AEW that is really catching my eye like jamie hater is the only person honestly it's yeah. jamie hater and ricky starks that are but, really like holding my attention with AEW. and even and like at that said, it's like, like Bro, how many times we got to see Christian versus Jungle Boy? And Jungle Boy is considered one of the pillars of AEW. And he has been stuck in that storyline for so long. It's crazy. It's crazy. And even Ricky Starks, it's like, why why is he still doing this with with Jericho Jericho. now? It's like, Mm -hmm. it's weird. It's it's really, really weird. They're in a weird state. It's like. I could not believe that Jeff Jarrett just won that 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 thing. I could not believe it. I could not believe it, and I'm just like, I, I don't understand what's going on. It's almost like the booking's getting lazy. It's 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 weird. And you know what? It's fine. I think what we have to do is just. I think right now WWE is is going into Mania the best the best it's ever been. It's huge WrestleMania happening. In LA, we're all gonna be there. It's gonna be it's gonna be marvelous. We're gonna scream our faces off. Everybody's gonna get things that they want, and it's gonna be a two night spectacular. It, the indie scene out there in LA is gonna be crazy. There'll be AEW wrestlers out there. Everybody be out there. After that happens, it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens across the landscape of professional wrestling, especially with AEW, with how they're gonna answer to all this. Because right now, I'm looking at it, and I don't think they have an answer. I just don't. It's going to be interesting to see what is going to happen leading into Double or Nothing because that's the next show, big Mm -hmm. show for AEW. I think, in a way, right, this season, like January to March, beginning of April, is always going to be WWE season, no matter Mm -hmm. what. It's It's always the time around, like, you know, fuck the tribalism that has nothing to do with this. It's more Mm -hmm. so of like, this is WrestleMania season. It's the mm-hmm. season where everybody comes around. If you haven't watched WWE in like a year since the last WrestleMania, you always come back. You have the WrestleMania parties. You have the Royal Rumble parties. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sucks because, you know, not any, not much is happening with AEW. I love all of the wrestlers that are a part of AEW. Mm-hmm. For the most part, the talent on television is good. It's just... You're not giving them the manual to go out there and shine a little bit more as they as much of the potential as they have in AEW. And uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to the pay-per-view. I'm looking forward to the talent. I'm looking forward to the great matches that we're going to have because, again, the wrestlers are really great. That roster is great in AEW. It's just I think maybe Tony Khan just has too many things in his plate and he just needs to get rid of some things. Did you see what he uh did on Twitter when he called out Ariel. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, 
even, you know, I'm getting old. This is how I know I'm getting old. It's like, I can't even keep up anymore. You know, I can't keep up with the drama. I'm trying to figure it out on Twitter. I can't figure it out. I'm like, what did he say that was so bad? What did Michael Cole say that made it say? And I'm like, oh, my God. I can't, I'm like, I don't even know what this is. This had to have happened at the press conference, something with punk, I'm sure. And I couldn't end up putting it together, so I just gave up. Because that's what old people do now, okay? And that's uh, me on Twitter is when I dig deep enough and I can't find it, I'm, I'm just done. I just can't do it. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's some, some funny drama and I got enough to know that at least Michael, whatever Michael Cole said was enough of a dig towards Tony Khan to ruffle some feathers. And I kind of love that part of it, so. Well, it was more so uh, Ariel was seen on SmackDown and Ariel has had, I think he's openly admitted that it's hard to have an interview with Tony Khan. Mm. And so Tony Khan tweeted out how Ariel is um, a horrible journalist, worse than Tony Schiavone, which <laughs> why would you bury Tony Schiavone? He's like, uh -huh. he works at AEW. It's so weird. Uh, and then he called Ariel a unbiased Journalist, yeah, journalist which is yeah. which is like it's just so we first of all you're watching smackdown you just tony just admitted that you're watching smackdown that's dumb and yeah. second like why are you getting hurt over someone that is a journalist that do you see why i'm confused is like is am i getting worked here what's going on like i i'm trying to understand why this is a thing and i really think this is one of the moments where this shouldn't have been a thing. Uh, I I really love I love him being a part of wrestling though. I think he has got the goods, Ariel. Like I really I really think he does. I love his. I like how he interviews MMA people on his show, mm -hmm. and I think he can bring his style very seamlessly over to the WWE. I think Fox loves him. I, that's a. I think what Fox is doing right now is putting. <laughs> Reminds me of 40 year old virgin putting WWE on a pedestal right now, like big time. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. they're putting Fox <laughs> is all over the place with WWE for the Super Bowl, for NASCAR, all their commercials. They got Roman Reigns. They're pushing, they're, they're advertising on all their main shows and everything. Fox is loving WWE right now. And it's paying off because there's more eyes that are on it and they're capitalizing on the big stars and like the super, the, the magnitude of the actual superstar. Charlotte Flair was at the Daytona 500. Roman Reigns is on Jimmy Fallon now. Like this is going to, this WrestleMania is going to be wild. Like I'm like excited. I think more for WrestleMania as from the production element, because I always come from that side of things. Like I see things through a production scale and what, that's why I'm like, I'm so grateful Cody Rhodes is in WWE for the whoa pyro thing that he does now. And no. knowing that like, man, that adds so much to his character. Just a simple wow. him screaming, whoa, the whole crowd going, whoa, and him getting this diesel fire pyro like that, that at WrestleMania when he like when he does it this year is going to be mm -hmm. electric and you don't get that in AEW. And I think that's what Cody realizes. Like, hey, I'm at this level of stardom now where I'm not going to get the most out of what I could achieve by being here in AEW. I need to go to WWE because I can get the production that will come with it. AEW made a couple minor changes, which I think were big, which was get rid of the tunnels. I thought the tunnels were so 
like three years ago, AEW. Yeah. I was so, I've been screaming. Rebrand. Yeah. I was screaming for a new production setup. And I think they're getting there, but they're still very far off. Like, I still think the pay per views need to look different. Like, he was just rolling out the same stage, Tony, for for an all out as as a dynamite or he'll he'd actually upgrade more for a special dynamite show than he would for a, a, a pay-per-view it's just like you know like i think it's that time where tony needs to maybe throw a little bit more money at the production and like the style of what's happening in aw and stop relying so much on the work rate and the actual wrestling you know yeah yeah i i i think what I like about the AEW production is that it's not as flashy as the WWE production. Totally. And I think that's like the alternative that I like with AEW. But how do you think AEW should go about like making their wrestlers seem like legitimate stars? Like what you were saying where Fox really takes priority with WWE. Like how would that happen with AEW? Especially with their Warner Brother fiasco that's happening <laughs> yeah i i you know I, I honestly just don't know i mean when you have talents like jade and wardlow and like like they're being put on a pl silver platter for tony like and he's not capitalizing i'm sorry like he's just not like i mean wardlow was white hot and they put that title on him and then just cooled him off you know and i think that's on them they're they have this insane talent right at their fingertips and they're just not capitalizing on doing anything meaningful for them because these wrestlers are able to get hot by doing what, what makes them work and their shtick, but they're not giving them anything after that. And, and when, if, if you don't have something lined up for them after their success starts, they're just going to crash and burn, which is what's been happening. You know, it's like, Darby can only do so many coffin drops and crazy stunts till it's just like, all right, we've seen this guy do this before, you know? So it's, it's, it, it's time that, you know, writers, long-term booking, these things need to start to come into play because everybody, if you look across that roster from the ones that have been there from the beginning till now, there's no noticeable change in terms of characters or, or, gimmicks or things like that like really like brit's the same <laughs> orange cassidy's <laughs> the same you know like kenny the bucks maybe like have changed a little bit but they're still very much the same there's no jericho like reinventing himself in different ways but still doing the same kind of shtick just in a different way so it's like it's time that they need to get creative. Like I'm done with jungle boy. I want to see Jack Perry, like yeah. Hollywood, Jack Perry. I want to see the iteration of his dad and like that guy. I don't want to see jungle boy anymore. I, you know, this is all fun and great, but there's gotta be a new <laughs> version of him, you know, like yeah. same thing with Darby Allen. There's gotta be a new side of Darby Allen that we haven't seen. Maybe it's ditch the face band and he's become something else, but what is it that, is happening over there that's really all that exhilarating anymore it's unfortunately it's, it's the same old thing even even mox has gotten stale and which is like crazy you know like uh -huh. wild thing it just doesn't even seem that fun anymore you know it's like how they <laughs> make that happen you know what the hell i just think i think 
AW's problem right now that they've are unfortunately facing is that they were just heavily relying on CM Punk last year mm. and he massively failed everybody in that company even people mm -hmm. that didn't want him in that company so true he failed them all and Tony Khan is now scrambling and it so feels true. like the elite is somewhat scrambling not so much with you're right them or tony it's just like where do they fit in after now this like very public fight that happened it's um, spot on and it, it just feels like that has damaged them a little bit and like even if you do watch every single week and you are enjoying the product you can't help but to think like like what is going on with CM Punk? Tony's big announcement that happened. Basically, Tony Khan announced that AEW has a Total Divas show. You cannot tell me otherwise. All Access is a Total Divas show for AEW. And everyone that's been shitting on Nikki Bella for the past like two or three weeks can shut the hell up because now you have a reality show. And you're like, oh, I don't like this, blah, blah, blah. The first show wasn't for you. This show is. Yeah. Stop like shut up sit down and watch the extra content that you want that you've been begging for <laughs> anyways very excited for the AEW total diva show that is about to all access out us to death or whatever i don't know very excited for the total diva show it's the total diva show it's the total uh, yeah. elite show but uh yeah it just seems like they were really relying on cm punk and like he wasn't it's, also, you know what, CM Punk wasn't doing anything for the for the for the roster anyways other than hey this is the CM Punk show and like of course CM Punk was going to bring more fans to AEW you know it's just like it's, it's crazy Punk, because you know? like I I forgot I think it was Will Washington made a post about it uh recently and he said like right before Punk came back like AEW is white hot too they were just like on Fire. They didn't even need Punk to come back. I think that yeah. was like when Hangman was met hell over, like, and like there was just Wardlow and Hook and Jade, and, and I was like Brit a year ago with the uh, with the like, oh my god, even uh, I can't, I'm, I'm like blanking on her name, Thunder Rosa, like yeah. it, you know, even with all that stuff going on, it was like AW was white hot, and then the Punk stuff happened, and you're like, holy shit, this is crazy. This is legit now. Like AEW's on the map, and then it was almost like Tony forgot everything that got him there, and just was gonna ride this this punk wave out, and that's what he did. And he didn't he didn't bail. It's like a stock, like like uh, you know, just a uh, you know, just a, a stock that's like sh got you so far high up. You saw the money. He went blind, and then the stock started to crash, and th little things started to happen. It kept going, going there, and he never bailed. He just rode that thing out until it freaking <laughs> crashed and burned. And he literally got rid of all the things that were good. I, 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 it's crazy to think about, but, like, he really got rid of the rankings. He just started all of a sudden, like, right around um, – uh, what's the Queen show? Uh that oh, he does grand slam. yeah right around grand slam right before that i noticed it was like september going into grand slam i'm like it feels like he's just booking because he's got roh stuff it feels like he's just fantasy booking and i think he's just sticking it and all of a sudden he comes out and he says yeah we got away from rankings now and i'm like once that happened i was like this guy 
is just doing whatever the hell he wants right now. He doesn't even have anything. He doesn't have anything to lean on anymore. Like with his like booking and how he does stuff, he can always say the rankings. Oh, look, I got this person. That's why they're here, you know, so to say, but now he wasn't doing it and he hasn't really recovered since. And uh, I listen, I was a huge NXT mark back in the day. I've got away from NXT. I got into AEW. I'm I'm a, I'm a, the type of fan that that like when things are good, things are good, and I always admit it. And when things are bad, things are bad. I've said the same stuff about it. Right now, there is no touching WWE. Uh, it is <laughs> on fire. It's the best it's ever been, and it's really cool to see like everybody saying that. And I think that's really yeah. important because when when WWE is doing this, I I truly believe. Being the huge NXT fan I, I am and, and I was, and Alex, I mean, you you know, we went to every single takeover that was around. Yep, I was the did. biggest Adam Cole, Undisputed Era fan, had all the stuff. You bought me, like, I think a full NXT sweatsuit. Uh, yes, I have I NXT did. pillows. I was <laughs> black and gold was, I believed in that vision that Triple H had. And I think he's now has that with WWE, with Raw and SmackDown. And I think... What's about to happen is he's going to lure in more talent that's going to really put WWE back over the edge. Like, I think NXT is in a great spot for them again. And I think when you start seeing names like Jay White coming to WWE, Will Ospreay, uh, when the, when the Joshi, Joshi wrestlers start coming over, like when Mercedes comes back, like I could see him start to work and do all that stuff. And when that starts to happen, you better watch out because he just, it's like Thanos. He like completed his vision. You know, it's like, I think we all knew it when we saw the black and gold NXT. And I know you did. We were all just like, man, we need this. We need this for Raw and SmackDown. Like when that happens one day, that's when we'll all be happy. And it's happening. And do you, wait, do you think Will Ospreay is going to go to WWE? I think one day he 100% will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think. I think, I'm gonna respectfully disagree, but if that's I, your if that's part of your fantasy, I support it. <laughs> I just think I just think with Triple H there and with the way things are happening and the way the booking is and the way people are giving the recognition back to WD for WWE for doing this, I think that there's a new forbidden door and it's back. I think that forbidden door is now shifted back to WWE. You know, I think I don't think a Jay White going to AW means nearly as much as a Jay White going to WWE now. You know, like you're I definitely think, right on that. I yeah. think back in the day, like a year ago, when AEW was really thriving, if Jay White would have came into the mix, like and they did that full time and like he was officially over, then I would have been like, this is massive. But right now, I don't think so. I think Jay White going to WWE is huge. Like, like I think it would change the game big time and for triple h to have a guy like that thrown into the mix with getting the most out of guys like finn balor now aj styles coming back roman at the top you have seth rollins you have all these huge just mega superstars over there now brock lesnar bobby lashley it's like wild even now look at oscar like this oscar bianca match is going to be insane like it's their just it just seems right for the first time in so long and i get really excited about it because this is what we always wanted we wanted to see these wrestlers 
like this and we're finally getting it. And that's why I think this WrestleMania is going to just destroy on all levels, like big time. Big time. I think this WrestleMania is going to be good. It's going to be interesting to see how everything plays out. I mean, you know, I think it's safe to say you've always been a WWE guy, but you Mm -hmm. are a connoisseur of opening your mind to other things as well. But you are massively right. We're right now in the storytelling department again with Sami Zayn, the bloodline and Cody, even like elimination chamber. We need to talk about that main event. That main event was wild. I did not sit down at all for that main event. I was standing up the whole time and I texted you Yeah, and I was like, this is unreal, bro. We were getting, uh, you were giving me like every false finish text. Like (laughs) every false finish, finish, it was like, holy shit. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I thought that was the one dude. (laughs) You know, it's, it's, it's really cool to like, and that's why I said, it's like, it's really cool to hear how positive everybody was about that. Like even with him losing that people could look back and respect how awesome that moment was. You know, you take, you look at things that we've gotten to witness, like the Kofi Manias, and you compare it to something like this. And like, even with Sammy losing in Montreal, it still was like the coolest moment ever. Like I was, I, man, I haven't gotten like emotional like that over wrestling in a, in a long time. And it's just, it's really cool to see a, a, a city like that get behind their wrestler just like they would get behind their professional sports team and not like just like actually get behind him more than they would behind their professional sports team and that's fucking that's like the coolest thing coming from a sports background a huge sports fan i don't know if you know this from from long island um big mets and uh, islanders Wait, did what you, uh, did you know that i'm from I don't know i did not know you were from long <laughs> island billy joel yeah Let's go on. Who the uh, hell is Billy Joel? <laughs> um, you know, just it's it was it's it, that was like the coolest thing ever. You know, them going freaking bananas, and then like the silence of the crowd when it finally happened. It was like wild. Like it's like Roman gets a three count, and that just shows, man, that Roman Reigns is that that dude. Like I, I don't think we've seen it in a long time, but like for. His career is so wild to look back at and think about how he was standing in that ring after that taker match, after that Monday Night Raw, after Mania, and getting booed out of the building to where he is now is just insane. And then you also, at the same time, get the complete opposite of Sami Zayn being so over and getting that kind of reaction from the crowd and putting on that kind of performance. And it's not done. (laughs) <laughs> that's the crazy part it's well, not how done do you, how do you think it's gonna finish with with him and cody because like that main event was i would say that was at the same level as money in the bank 2011 with cm punk and john cena like the crowd yeah. played a huge, huge role in telling that story and you know i think with that night, although Sami Zayn did not win, I think it accomplished his longevity. Like, I think oh, yeah. that it was more so, like, it put a staple on his longevity, and I think more people want to see him stay in the main title scene. It's just now the question is, 
what is going to happen next and how is he going to stay in the main title scene? Uh, and how the hell does Cody fit into all of this? Because now he's just been talking to Paul Heyman and he's not had a face to face with Roman Reigns yet. I'm curious I, to see how that's it. going to look, you know? You know, I just love it though. And they, and then that's another part that they've nailed. You know, it's, I think it's always been like people, like the, the man or the woman will win the Royal Rumble. And then it's like, you have this awkward thing. It's like, oh, the Elimination Chamber always got in the way. But this time, the Elimination Chamber didn't get in the way. You know, like it was a part of building a match for the women and it was a part of a US title picture. So it was like, you didn't have to really work. Oh, it was like this interesting booking though, because Roman had a match with Sammy. It was, it's, and then keeping Cody away from Roman that whole entire time is just like so well done. And they're strategically using it with Raw and SmackDown being different shows and like moving the pieces around to be like, oh, well, Cody's only going to see Roman if he's on Raw because that's Cody's, Cody's on Raw, you know? So if Roman's on SmackDown, oh, well, Cody won't be there. There's, you know, we can have Roman show up on SmackDown, but just not show up on Raw to keep them apart. And it's just like, wow, like we haven't had that kind of logical booking in WWE in like a decade. It feels like, especially with show usage. So I love this. I think, um, I think it's really interesting right now for Cody, you know, but I, I, he hasn't let us down in what the last five to seven years. And in terms of, doing this kind of stuff. He knows how to make the moment. And I think, you know, to be honest with you, I, I'm starting to think I don't want Roman to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to think like, Hey, I don't think I want Roman to lose. I think it's just too good. I think it's just, I think this can go on for a really long time until what Seth or, or, you know, the money in the bank comes up now again, or something else happens or, Somehow someone, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think, and that's it. The, the great part is that like, I think they're trying to telegraph us all to think that Cody's going to win this thing at mania. But what if he doesn't? Why is no one saying that? <laughs> Could you imagine? I, I, I don't know, man. I, it feels like Cody should win. But it also feels like Cody is not going to win because, like, no one has beaten Roman. I mean, like, I think Baron Corbin came out was like, I'm the only one that pinned Corbin. It's like, yeah, but, you know, you, you're, 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 no offense, but you're yeah. nobody. Like, you're like, somebody, but you're if nobody. The, <laughs> if the Sammy story isn't the one, then what is the story to do it? Is it, you yeah. know, like, is it really Cody? Is it this Cody story that he goes? I mean, listen, this is actually huge in the terms of the landscape of professional wrestling that this guy left WWE, helped create a rival brand, leaves that brand and comes back to fulfill his legacy, his family legacy to win this title and win it. it you can't script a better story. I mean, honestly, it doesn't even actually make sense. He shouldn't be here. He should never have came back. It, like, this is where he wasn't, he's not even supposed to be here. So in terms of really what's left, who would be the person, there's only like a maybe he, I mean, Cena has failed, so there's no reason for Cena to do it. It's The Rock, 
It's maybe Seth, but Seth is a, has technically failed too. Sammy's like, I guess now. So it's like, really, who's left? If Cody doesn't do it, it's it's got to be somebody from like outside of the company, like an Okada or a Kenny Omega or something like crazy. Because if it doesn't happen now, then really what's left? And that's, I think, where WWE is in an interesting spot, you know? Yeah. It's I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how everything plays out. But I think you are correct where it just doesn't seem like anyone is going to win over Roman if it's not Sami Zayn. Like Sami Zayn makes more sense because it's like, you know, keep your friends closer, your enemies closer. And he is the number one person that has probably seen the holes in Roman Reigns's game has seen like the flaws and knows how to take him down. It seemed like he was very close at the elimination chamber mm-hmm. and it makes sense for Cody to be a part of this, but it made sense for Cody to be a part of this like last year before Sami Zayn was really cooking with the bloodline mm-hmm. and it's good to see him back. It's good to see him win the Royal Rumble. Cody tells a great story. But Mm -hmm. it just seems like, and that's also the thing with wrestling and when some of these athletes, this talent gets injured. Like sometimes that lightning in the bottle can go really quick and a momentum can really stop some people. And I don't think that that Cody's momentum has stopped, but it kind of feels like it's dying out a little bit because of the desire to see Sami Zayn take down the entire bloodline and the top of the tribal chief, which is Roman Reigns. So we just got to wait and see for WrestleMania, babe. Yeah. I think it's just, it's a, it's a great time. You know, I, I, like I said, it's just, it's wild. I think there's just not enough because really it all comes down to the bloodline staying together. If, Sammy is successful at taking down the bloodline, then Roman will lose at WrestleMania. I think that really is a storyline, and it all depends on what Jay is going to do because I think Jay is the only part that's keeping the bloodline together at this point. So if Jay decides to stick by Roman, then Roman will win at WrestleMania. But if he decides to abandon Roman, then, then Cody will win at WrestleMania. I think that's what it comes down to. And we'll, what that means for everybody, all parties involved after that, I have no idea. And it, and honestly, I would I would love to see a Cody versus like Sammy at SummerSlam kind of program, you know, down the road as that match would go crazy and get who knows with Kevin Owens. So they're in a money spot because when you have this kind of thing after the fact that they're already they hired that guy Rob Fee who's. A, a Marvel writer as the director of long-term storytelling. Like when you hire somebody like that, this is more than just about what's happening up till WrestleMania. This is for, okay, after mania, this is our plan for the rest of the year. And I really think they've got a lot cooking for going what's going to happen post mania too, which is exciting. Give me that raw after mania, like, vibe back which we haven't had too so i know maybe that's just what aw needs is just to hire a marvel writer <laughs> or something i don't know i yeah, don't know something like that uh did you catch up on the mercedes monet match i didn't get to watch it yet no i have to i heard it was awesome 
Mercedes Monet is our new champion, baby. That's so awesome. Isn't it so cool to see how much she's valuing valuing her worth outside mm-hmm. of WWE? Oh yeah, it's it's really cool, and I and I think it's massive for NJPW too. Like like huge huge for them as well, and yeah, I think it's already too. Yeah, I mean yeah, I mean the amount of views that they're getting off of just this alone is 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 massive. I said it, oh, man. <laughs> Give me that crossover like right now. Can you imagine Oscar versus her? Like, and- no, dude, the crossover that needs to happen since New Japan is going to work with Impact is Mercedes Monet versus Mickey James. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, too, that yeah. needs to happen. That needs to happen for sure. I yeah, yeah, I'm just starting to think like you see this stuff happening and, and the possibilities just become. You know, Triple H is looking at that and he's just like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> you know, he's looking at that and he's like, oh man, this might have just all worked out, huh? <laughs> man. Could you imagine if he sends Seth Rollins to, to oh. New Japan? I mean, he sent Shinsuke Nakamura. Somehow that deal was signed and delivered without any payback of <laughs> coming into We're WWE cool. somehow. <laughs> We're gonna call my it. hands are up. My hands are up. What if Seth Rollins goes to New Japan? We're we've always we have always Nick and I, you and I, we have always like wildly fantasy booked. Yeah. Like we just things that are absolutely not possible. We have booked. Hey, you gotta manifest and speak things into existence. I, I'm just true. doing the same thing. Like <laughs> if there was ever a time, it's now. I mean, like listen, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, 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 oh, 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 we'll just have to wait and see we'll just have to wait and see mm-hmm. but that leads us to our segment shoot mm. or boot <laughs> and we're going over seth rollins gear is there a, a fun song for this segment yet no not yet Ooh. do you want to make one we gotta get we gotta get you an awesome <laughs> an awesome song for this. We have I, for, we do. for some reason uh, the the first song that I don't know why this happened, but this first song that came to my mind was the the bubble bobble theme song from like Nintendo that was like now see I'm really aging myself because bubble bobble was like one of the first original like Nintendo games for all the old people out there that know the bubble bobble song. There's like four people listening to your podcast probably right now that know the bubble bobble theme song i'm speaking to you guys that should be the shooter boot song okay okay sign sealed delivered someone can make me a replica song uh done 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 well i will get on that we'll get on that maybe Mm. we can get seth rollins to vocalize but Um, has anyone ever told you that you look like Seth Rollins? I feel like no. it's the very first time. No, n- never. This. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. When I had the long hair, it was bad. Like, uh, my favorite thing is, is like, uh, about looking like him was, when I would be with people who never actually saw it happen live, where someone was like, Oh my God, I think that Seth Rollins would come up to me and like, be like, Oh, well, you're not Seth Rollins. My bad. And like, <laughs> or would ask to take a picture with me. 
and I do it and then they walk away and then people would be like, did that person think you were Seth Rollins? I was like, yeah, and then they would just, I would just <laughs> totally go along with it. And then it's, I always love that. So it's like first interactions of friends that have never seen it before. The best one of all time was in Toronto. I'll tell the story real quick. We were there for SummerSlam. I get off the, uh, the flight. We meet up with, it's like me, Jack, uh, my buddy Wetzel and, uh, and Rich and we all get off and I'm standing on the corner. I'd like literally get off the train. You, they drop you right off in the middle of downtown Toronto. I get off. I have a Seth, I have my hairs long. I have my Seth Rollins hat on backwards. Uh, and I'm just standing on the corner and all of a sudden some, some dad comes over to me. He's like, Hey, uh, is it cool if, uh, my kid gets a picture with you? And I'm like, Oh yeah, sure, man. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, and in the background behind the dad are the, my three friends, Jack and stuff. And they've never seen this happen before. And they're like, wait a second. Is this, is this going on right now? Is this what's happening? And sure. Take a picture with the kid. I put the, the you know, the, the fist the up. Fist like, up. you, know, you got to put the fist up. Sometimes I make a face like, ah, and uh, the guy's like, oh, thanks so much. I'm like, yeah, man, have a good one. And then just went on away. I'm like, one <laughs> of them were like, wait a second. Did that guy just think? I was like, I think so. <laughs> He's like, with this kid, you took a picture. I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know. And he wanted the picture. So I'm like, there's some kid right now, like in Toronto, probably has a picture of me and him. <laughs> on his refrigerator. <laughs> hey, mom, how did Seth get his tattoos to not show uh, on TV? Oh, it's makeup's on. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's fake Seth Rollins, so gotta be careful out there. You might, you it might feel be me. Bad to tell, like the the dad, like no nah, man, you know, I'm not him. <laughs> I've done it so many times now at this point where I just i I don't I like I can't I can't tell if someone actually thinks it's me or if they're just going along with it because they want a picture. So I just said. Always just say yes and keep on moving. <laughs> you know, just like, all right, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> and I just keep going. <laughs> Dude, when we, I'm telling you, when we were going to like shows religiously in mm -hmm. 2019, like the indie shows we were going to, people would do double takes and they'd be like, yeah. oh man, I thought you were Seth Rollins. <laughs> oh, that, that's pretty good. And they walk away. But the bigger shows. Yeah. It was out of control. Like people, I remember, what was it? We were tailgating for Takeover 25. Uh -huh. And we were tailgating and there were people that like were coming up and being like, oh man, I thought you were Seth Rollins. Can I still get a picture with you? And you're like, yeah, sure. And you're wearing yeah. like, you're wearing an Undisputed Era shirt. Uh -huh. And somebody's the like, blonde, Seth I put Rollins. the blonde streak you in my hair blonde, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put the blonde yeah. streak in your hair too. Hey, you know? Yeah, I've seen, yo, it's pretty wild to see that in person as your friend of like, Man, this person does not know that this is not Seth Rollins. <laughs> I went to the money, money in the bank uh when it like just came back after pandemic. It was when mm -hmm. Cena returned. And I was in the full flame suit. Like after that money in the bank, I walked out of that arena and was on the concourse. And I'm telling you right now, I must have taken a hundred pictures. And I think more than half of them, people thought I was Seth Rollins. <laughs> Because I was doing the whole thing. I was yelling and screaming, ha, ha, 
Ross, the, the, the revolutionary. And I'm walking around. People are like, is that Seth Ross? That's Seth Ross? Holy cow, Seth, can I get a picture? I'm just like, yeah, sure, sure. They're snapping pictures and just keep moving and going and <laughs> just nonstop. But the full flame suit, you know? So oh I get God. it. Listen, I'm all about his fashion. If you got a problem with Seth's fashion, you got a problem. You got with a me. problem with me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish oh, I went my. to that money in the bank with you so I could like mm. play as your security guard. Like, well, oh, uh, all right, all right, all right. We uh, need to go in the building. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pull out uh, a big, a big, a big one for uh, for Mania, Mania this year. See, the problem is also though, it's it's really tough. Like, I shout out to the people that cosplay and go to shows, and especially the big shows too. It's, Mania is tough to cosplay because everybody is stopping and asking to take a picture with you yeah. every single person and it's i'm not lying it's exhausting and like <laughs> a mania like that's usually towards the tail end like the sunday would be the last day and you have to do all that and go through that whole entire thing shout out to all the cosplayers out there it's exhausting to do that you don't get to enjoy it as much when you're in the show and you're actually sitting down it's fine but like every single second you are getting screamed at or asked for a picture like from the going to get a beer, going to the bathroom, you know, just coming back. It's, it's, it's so the last couple of times I haven't worn it. Cause I'm just like, I'm tapped out. <laughs> I don't want to do it. And sometimes like, this isn't a knock on some people, but some people like don't read the room because yeah. we have been together at sh again, at these major shows, we have been together. We're like, you're you're trying to get a beer or you're going to the bathroom and i've seen people stop you and like mm. hey can i take a picture and i get mad for you and i'm like this dude is just trying to go to the bathroom can he like do it after he washes his hands like what the hell yeah no yeah. i i have respect for cosplayers because wild yeah it's it is wild. i mean you get it just normally like just being around as you know just doing it when you're dressed up it's like even at the mania events it's a hundred times crazier yeah. so i've been like low-key not doing it well good seth rollins is doing it for you so let's go let's through these outfits bud let's do it okay first one we got we got this all gold number i believe maybe this was 2017 i think this was wrestlemania 33 i could be wrong people will yell at me in the comments below that's when this he is... lit the stage on fire yes this is when he lit the stage on fire in that triple massive h raw uh runway into the ring for wrestlemania 33 yeah dude i miss this logo this seth rollins logo mm, me too it's classic it's classic i know i know me too uh the logo's fire a shoot, though you gonna give a yeah, shoot logo yeah, yeah logo's fire sorry yeah I, I'm, I, <laughs> I'm all no i'm all about i'm all about the gold look i mean he there's not many that do it better than seth when it comes to entrance gear i'm i'm gonna spoiler alert i'm shooting most most of these okay <laughs> <laughs> there's not gonna be many boots here all right let me tell you something sister and this gold was fire because it really it really came together nicely the whole entire thing i loved it i'm all about the gold you know what's funny i asked people on twitter yeah what is the best and worst suit or fashion that seth rollins has worn mm -hmm. nobody gave me a worst like there were a few people that are like oh some of the shoots or suits are like the worst thing in the world or whatever yeah 
I don't think they were for real. Nobody yeah. gave me an answer where Seth like missed anything at all. No, because he doesn't miss. He does. Yeah, he doesn't. He miss. doesn't miss. He doesn't miss at all. Not at all. Like his gear, yeah. this past elimination chamber. I'm not sure if it's on here, but I'm just gonna say shoot immediately. I mean, it was beautiful. I gorgeous. That white, those white pet tights were like, oh, give me those all day long. It's not on here, but okay. we do have mm-hmm. the Night Walker Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. WrestleMania 34. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is a shoot. This was so I mean, cool when he did I, it. I right now I have on Lululemon joggers that look <laughs> awfully similar to uh, those. And I'm I'm not even lying. I actually I could show you to you. They're like literally show like great gray, gray scaly. You can't really see, but they're like gray scaly. Um uh more than anything than this was his over the overall entrance. Uh that was WrestleMania 34, right? Um, yeah, WrestleMania 34. The the blue with the eyes behind him and him coming out with it. It just went perfectly. Shoot, baby. Oh, yeah. shoot. Super shoot. I feel like this is underrated, too, for Seth Gear, but he's done some some really great. Subtle. It's that. subtle. You know, it's it's yeah. not much, but it just it was perfect. The blue eyes and everything is nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Next. We got oh. that all white. This is oh. this is crisp. Seth Rollins mm. gear, like Architect. this is mint. Architect, this is my favorite version of Seth Rollins too. Uh, I mean, you can't super shoot. Super. I don't think that title's ever shoot. looked better than around the waist in the all white <laughs> gear. Like, I am such a huge, 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 huge uh, fan of champions that wear all white gear. I think it's something yeah. that more champions should do. I think Roman Reigns is missing out big time, not going to the all white gear, especially being in the God mode. Can you imagine if he I had, mean, I'm, I, I've been, I've been craving for <laughs> white, white tidies, tidy whiteies on a Roman. But if he wants to just go with the white pan, cool with that too, with the gold glove. But man, if that dude just, just one day did the Okada when he just remember when Okada just and re- revealed he had the fucking shorts on. Like, I mean, if Roman did that, season is coming, dude. He might do it for WrestleMania. Listen, I'm going to be really disappointed if he comes out for WrestleMania and he's rocking the same black cargo fucking pants again. He needs an upgrade. It's time, Roman. If you're listening to this, it's WrestleMania. Give the people what they want. Hit the gym a little, do a couple extra squats. All right. We think you're going to look great and let them things clang and let them things bang. Okay. <laughs> we need to see them all. Okay. It's time. It's time. You it's can't time. pull, you can't be God mode and wear black cargo pants and, and ugly boots. Okay. Mm-hmm. Give us the white, come out in the God mode with the white lay on, you know, have them yeah, yeah, yeah. have the whole I want the whole tribal ceremony. All right, shoot, shoot on the white. Shoot on the white. <laughs> shoot on the white and Seth Rollins. Uh very much on demand for the white on Roman yeah. Reigns. Yeah. Next, we got that Ray Mysterio mm. Halloween Havoc rep on this gear. This is why I love Seth Rollins. Because he does this too. He did it with Dusty, right? He did the uh-huh. Dusty gear. Um, he did uh, the Shield gear against Roman, which was absolute fire. Wow, look it's at it. Buddy Murphy back there, too. Who the hell is that? Anyway. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. I know who that is. I just like to do that with uh, former WWE people or AEW people, mm. really, too. It's it's an inside joke. Anywho, I know who that is. Uh, I like that he does a rip on his opponent's gear because it's like an intimidation factor. Like, it's what Rick Rude used to do with his gear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking a lot like Seth here right now. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you uh. are. Is this me as Buddy Murphy in the back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very much like Seth there. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. we love this. We love this, right? I mean, how can you not? I, do I think uh, they nailed it, the look completely? I don't think so. I would say, you know what I'm saying? But, like, mm-hmm. the the idea and the fact that he uses it to troll his opponent, the opponent's execution, 10 out of 10. Uh, yes, I think the the execution... The presentation is a shoot. Mm-hmm. I can see how maybe you would boot it a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, I'm a boot yeah. the jacket. Never been yeah. a fan of that jacket. I own uh, that jacket. I know you do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I own that jacket. But I'm going to shoot everything else. <laughs> I, I own that jacket. I yeah that that jacket does not own you you own the jacket but Seth owns these glasses baby this is the black and gold so this is the one this was the one suit this was the one fashion statement that people said this was his worst that's crazy I might okay this is what I'm gonna do this is what I'm gonna do I'm gonna boot the jacket the jacket uh-huh. is not doing anything for me. Okay. It's like new era Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> Great Gatsby. I don't like it at all. These like throwback 2011 sunglasses. I'm gonna yeah. shoot all the way. This yeah, is Lady those are the Snookies. Yeah, 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 Snooky. yeah the Snookies. The Snooky Jersey Shore, like for sure. Yeah, I, I say p- poor execution with the jacket. Uh, I don't think the gold is even. It looks like you remember the like one of those games that you would have. Uh, this is me getting real old again here. <laughs> like the marble game, marble maze game. Yes, thing I know you what have, you're like, talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a dentist office, and they would just be like, "I got the ball in the hole." But it, that's what his jacket looks like. Yeah, I mean, if we're shoot, if we're booting, we can we can boot we can boot this. I, I this was uh, this might have been WrestleMania when there was uh, the pandemic, and he, there was no crowd. So I'm gonna chalk yeah, it up to that. <laughs> that's the excuse yeah. there was no crowd so he can wear whatever he yeah. wants yeah yeah <laughs> he was this performing in front of he was performing in front of led screen fans <laughs> this is a solidarity boot yeah, for, for everyone that suggested mm-hmm. this to be the worst because it's really just okay. uh his only miss because next it's mm. this this palm oh. tree get up i'm gonna say this <sighs> He looks real good in this suit. However, uh, I think this guy looks better. <laughs> Yo. Uh, I have the purple shirt now too. That's the that's the part that is bothering me the most. Is I actually have a purple shirt now for underneath. I am one hundred percent bringing this this one to Mania. This is getting this is getting a little love back here. I might actually have to get a wig. I mean, uh, grow out the hair. You got a month to, gr- to grow out the hair. That's not gonna happen anytime soon. Wait, did you wear this to Money in the Bank? 
I wore this. Uh, so no, this was the uh, the SmackDown before Money in the Bank. I wore this, uh-huh. um, and this was a big hit too. Yeah, this people love this. I actually, I pulled up, <laughs> pulled up to the arena. Uh, I got out of an Uber like XL. I purposely ordered the XL to make it look like I was actually <laughs> Seth Rollins. And I got and uh, I was I was turning a lot of lot of heads, a lot of heads when I walked in there. You it committed to the bit to get an XL Uber. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so people would like, think that you were actually Seth Rollins. Yeah. As if they don't already think that yeah. when you don't wear these suits. <laughs> <laughs> I said I said nowadays I feel like Seth Rollins is entering his fake Nick Tulo era. And I I I, I was in <laughs> The fake Seth Rollins era. Now he's in the fake Nick Tulo era. I think like he's mm-hmm. he's he's so off the the radar that now in some kind of multiverse we've actually crossed paths. And his fake Nick Tulo era is now my fake Seth Rollins era was back then, and now we're. I think it's just going to be one big Spidey verse going forward. Yeah. Yeah. I just that's all I want is to take that picture with him <laughs> one day. Is to see that. Hopefully, hopefully you guys can like plan it out somehow where you do a Spider-Man. I said they 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 missed out big time not capitalizing like when I had the long hair to like throw me off a building or something or like you know as use it as like a stunt double you know. off a building bud well you remember when they did that during the pandemic for the money yeah, in the I bank do, i don't want to see that <laughs> i could have been me that i could have been the guy oh my god in stanford in stanford <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be alive well i'm gonna give uh this a shoot yeah i mean the chest hair is a shoot too i i mean yeah like seth looks low-key daddy in this yeah. in this yeah. get up chest hair all that stuff he knew what he was doing yeah he definitely he yeah he knew what he's doing the other guy though he also knows what he's doing <laughs> someone should definitely throw him off into, uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Ooh, that got me good oh man dude wow. this is the one that you have to cosplay this year for wrestlemania this is the WrestleMania no shot 38 lace get up you gotta do this one bud this is a so shoot. i will say I am more shoot on what the, the like what this looked like as his gear as opposed to the ent- like I don't like the entrance style as much as I actually love the way the pants actually look by themselves. I thought uh-huh. when he was rocking those in the ring, I was like, wow, those are just absolutely gorgeous. The whole ensemble together, I actually think this entrance was a big miss for me with the chorus. I felt like the kids were at a like a bar mitzvah. Uh, right before it and like they all have neon hats on and like and like and like foam fingers and like weird party toys and they're singing this thing i was like i'm expecting this year's wrestlemania entrance for seth to be massive especially if he's going against logan choir i I don't that's not your call that's not your call I don't know what he's going to do. I think, honestly, <laughs> he should probably come in. If he's going to do something, he should probably zip line in. He needs to do, Listen. you know, I know that's a sensitive topic around these that's parts. That, but that, like, that is, that is. I don't, like, I don't know about that one. If you're going to, you're facing Logan Paul, right? The big mega, <laughs> like viral superstar who goes viral by doing frog splashes with phones in his hand. If you're doing something against Logan Paul, 
the way you beat him isn't just in the ring. You have to outshine him. So he's got to do something big. He can't be coming through with with uh, Jessica's uh, bar mitzvah party. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just got out from the from around the corner of from the SoFi Stadium. You know, uh, and they're over here running the second gig of the night. <laughs> Uh, look at it, look at it. you can like zoom in on that dance crew back there. That is those kids were just at a bar mitzvah, okay? <laughs> yeah, they were. They were. Uh so so entrance, a boot, the actual yeah. ring gear is a shoot. Yes. Let me give this a shoot overall. Overall. Mm. All right, he's got he's got two boots so far. Mm-hmm. Not bad, not mm-hmm. bad. But this one. Oh my god. Dusty Rhodes rip at the hell in a cell. He's got the two sweet hands too. But you you were just talking about this one. And again, this is another one where it reminds me of the Rick Rude where he's intimidating his opponent, mm. dressing up like his dad. But it didn't hurt Cody cuz Cody had that massive bruise on his on his chest. Oh my god, yeah, that was <laughs> and that whole element too added to the match with the injury. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, when I didn't even think about this, I honestly, the b- cool part about this was I thought he was going full Stardust, which I think Seth will save for the when they face each other next. Yeah. Which is, and yep. if Seth goes full uh, Stardust, it's game over. It's over. It's he'll do the best with the fucking paint with the, with and the, the gloves. Oh yeah, with, and God. the gloves and and. When he goes full stardust, it's game over. It's because no one's thought, thinking about doing that. And that's, I think, honestly, he might have that, like, hey, no one's doing stardust here. It's only going to be me. Because I got that feeling with the Joker thing, too, right? We just had that yeah. Joker commercial. So I was like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, this could, the stardust could work, too, you know? So I think he's the only person on that roster that can pull off oh, a yeah. Stardust, dressing up as Stardust before having a match with Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that at SummerSlam if Cody is going to win the championship at WrestleMania. That's the perfect. I need to see that at SummerSlam. I perfect. need to see that in general. Uh, yeah. Just the intimidating factor alone with this outfit is an absolute shoot. Um, mm-hmm. I also like, I don't know why, but I really like how baggy the tank top looks on him. I don't know if it yeah. was on, like on purpose or whatever. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it looks like he's having so much fun with this. This oh, is totally. his fun era. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what people don't get about it, about what he's doing now too, is I think he's just having a sh- like just an insane amount of fun and it's working. So I love it. Yeah. Cause we're having fun with his outfits, especially mm-hmm. This next one. Oh my god. It's the Rob Van Dam hit. I forgot about this. At the Extreme Rules. Uh, yet another one that people forget because this one is underrated. This is top tier. He's got the gloves on, uh-huh. the rip on the chest, and the tights. This is a shoot for And that you, you know, and this is why Seth is who he is and why when people like especially now, I think he gets a lot more hate for for what he does but like man he's doing it though ain't nobody else doing this and like taking these risks cody rhodes comes out in the same stuff roman reigns comes out in the same stuff they're all coming out in the same johnny gargano's a guy that does it but he does it in a different way because this is more cosplay like 
even though mm. Seth does it, but doesn't Seth has an interesting way of making a cosplay, but making it his own too, you know? Uh, yeah. And I, that's what I respect about him and all the gear and the outfit. Uh, this is so cool. And especially the extreme rules. What a great time to do it. Yeah, that's me. A- okay. First of all, that's me. That's not, that's not Seth Roth. It looks like you have a tank top like that, too. I'm pretty sure I've seen you in a tank top just like that. <laughs> Look how That's happy he is. That's you, That's bud. me. That's not him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. This this gear's a shoot. It's, it's yeah, so good. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's top tier. But this next one. This next one, bud. Oh, this my God. This is the one. This is the one, dude. This is the Elton John rip that he did at Clash of the Castle. I mean, what an icon! It doesn't, it doesn't get any better it's, than this. It's so bright; it's making it's lighting my face up orange right now. That's how bright it is <laughs> on the screen. Uh, it's he's such an icon, you know. Like mm-hmm. when he came out looking like that, I'm like, this guy's out of his mind, man. He's just literally. <laughs> insane and what a great time to do it too everybody knew what it was you know it's like i'm so here for him he's the best when i saw him come out in this i was like all right i gotta see i gotta see tulo wear this maybe this is the wrestlemania gear because he has the headpiece and you don't need a wig i think this is the one pal i think it's the one it's getting harder and harder to not buy those big ass red boots that he was wearing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i i don't know i think that, well, uh, that might he did be... so, oh shit he did something recently was it at royal rumble oh the cowboy the cowboy one was so funny at royal rumble he had just like the denim jeans the boots like a denim shirt the cowboy hat like the big oh, sunglasses yeah, yeah, his yeah, hair yeah, was yeah. all when like his out yeah, yeah yeah when he was doing press for the royal rumble <laughs> yeah 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 that was a good look that was a good look the, the canadian tuxedo yeah he had on but man this one mm. this one is elite you need those heart glasses we're gonna have yeah. to get you some like wings from party city somehow Oof. i think this is the gear to rock I that, it just gives me anxiety to think about having to put that together <laughs> I'm the kind think, of cosplayer that likes to buy this, the full suit off Bonobos or whatever that <laughs> company is called <laughs> for like $150 discounted comes straight Man, from China. If if you if you lived in Long Island right now, if you just moved back, I would absolutely help you make that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, We'd be selling it. We'd be sewing it. I'd put what the gems on your head. Yeah. Man, this is a shoot. Like when he came <laughs> out in this, I felt like it it broke Twitter a little bit. Look at him. that event. Again, he's having a blast. Uh-huh. It, this is this is his fun era. <laughs> this is I don't give Those a tights fuck are era. not doing him any 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 fucking... I mean, yeah, I wasn't gonna address <laughs> the camel toe on that. But, <laughs> oh man, that, you know... that's the toe, the knuckle, and the forearm. <laughs> all right all right that does it for this segment well there's no one i could have done this shoot and boot segment with nick tulo but i feel like we nailed it we did we did nail it but we nail it all the time when we're mm-hmm. like you know we get together we totally have a great time you're my Can wrestling I- pal 
Number one uh, can, I, can I say something before we uh, we depart? Um, I'm not sure if that was what was happening. If that we were is, looking for that an app. is what, 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 what's happening. Actually. I would just yeah, like to say uh, I I uh, I just got back from Orlando. I did a whole like week, work week uh, stint down there. My last day, I went to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Shout out to Lauren Moran for helping me. Like, kudos to you, Disney goers. Y'all are the most patient, well-rounded incredible human beings I've ever met in my whole entire life because uh-huh. you really need to plan and do it the right way. Thank you, Lauren, for helping me because I was would have been a scared little boy lost in Galaxy's Edge, not knowing where to go and what to do. And man, oh man, now I understand why people love being adults and going to Disney because I had a fucking blast. <laughs> it was so much fun. And I want to go back so bad. I'm like dying. I'm like, oh, my God. I was thinking about Rise of the Resistance today and how I got totally fucked over. I got there at 7 o'clock in the morning. I was the first one in the park ready to shoot over there. You would had my direct route, how to get there fast. Uh-huh. And it was closed. And I was worried that I wasn't going to get on. And I ended up waiting what ended up being two and a half hours just to ride the ride at like 1230. I was dying and I got on it and I didn't appreciate it enough when I left because I was so miserable about waiting two and a half hours to ride it that it just settled in recently that man, that ride fucking ruled. It was so awesome. (laughs) And the goddamn Guardians of the Galaxy ride at fucking Epcot is so awesome. I hope you all get to ride it one day. I was screaming like a kid going nuts oh man i just i cannot wait to that's that's how i wanted to just share to all the disney people out there i respect you i love you you people are awesome and i cannot wait to go back because now i'm hooked 100 hey percent. let's try to let's try to go to disneyland wrestlemania let's try to pick a day there, well there's the marvel campus now so now yeah. we can go say go say what hi up? to some Marvel people. Yo, what up, Avengers? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's let's that's the plan. We'll we'll meet up at WrestleMania. We'll go I'm to down. Disneyland. I mean, listen, I'm people will still I will say, even though we're in Disneyland, Pete someone will come up to you and say, Hey Seth Rollins, can I get a picture? Yeah. It's gonna happen. Oh, it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's totally gonna happen. And I miss I miss being around that with you. Well, and I just miss you in general. You know, surprisingly, <laughs> I just looked up flights and stuff and booked my flight. It's very cheap to get out to LA. So that's great to know coming from someone from New York and it's yeah. like over five hundred dollars. <laughs> I know. I actually should probably book my flight, but uh go book for it. Yeah, but, about that. <laughs> yeah, about that. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho, we'll figure that out later. I love you, Nick. Thank you. I for love coming, you, Alex. By the pod, we'll do this again. You're Thanks sweet. for having You're me. So hey, whenever you want. I, this is a yeah. I mean, yeah. Easy, easy peasy, beautiful cover girl. You know, that's it. <laughs> we did it. Perfect, perfect way to end the podcast. Love you. <laughs> I.